Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Gwen Jones Podcast. Here, we love, we encourage, we validate, and we inspire. So come on in the room, sis. In this room, you are safe. In this room, you are free to be unapologetically you. In this room, you are loved and you matter. So settle down, get comfortable, and let's get free as we talk about real issues that affect real women. Let's work. Hey ladies, Gwendolyn Jones here, and I am beyond excited to say that I am your podcast host. Yay! And the crowd goes wild. I am thrilled to be here with you to be able to spend a few moments with you to empower, to encourage, to inspire, and also challenge you in the areas of self-confidence, self-image, and your why. Why I don't do the things that I want to do when I'm fully capable and fully equipped with everything I need to get it done. Usually, there's a route, and I'm here to help you get to that route. And once we find that real girlfriend, we can dig that bad boy up, throw it in the trash, and move on and start living our best lives. So now that you know why we're here, let me introduce myself. I'm an advanced grief recovery specialist. I am the co-founder of A Safe Place, the Emotional Wellness Institute here in Greenville, North Carolina. I love doing business with my husband. Um, He is a grief recovery specialist as well, and it is a joy for us to do what we do together. At the end of the day, I'm an emotional wellness specialist. I'm a counselor. I'm a sister. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. And I'm a friend. Period. (laughs) At the end of the day, I'm just a big heart with ears. I love to listen to hearts and then translate what they're trying to say. Because oftentimes our hearts are muted. They want to say so much, but there's always this struggle between the heart and the brain. Have you experienced that? It's like every time your heart is like, I'm ready. I'm going to speak. I'm going to do it. Your brain is like immediately shutting it down. You can't do that. You can't say that. What would they think? How would they respond? And then the heart is always silent. So I'm that one that gives the heart a chance to speak. I'm the one that allows your heart to have a voice. And as your heart gains voice, whoo, so do you. You will learn to speak loudly, boldly, and confidently about the things that matter to you. I exist to help women recover from past pains and regain control of their future. That's what I do. That's my passion. That is my purpose. So why this podcast, you ask? I wanted to do a podcast because, first of all, I have something to say. I have a lot to say. And I believe what I have to say is powerful and impactful. And it is my job and duty to encourage and inspire and also challenge you all to work towards embracing learning and loving you. And that is worth all the effort it takes to put this podcast together. My mission is to reach the largest amount of grievers in the shortest amount of time. And this podcast is another avenue for me to do so. Don't let the word grievers scare you away. What is a griever, Gwen? I'm not grieving. But you know, in some ways, We're all grieving, whether we're grieving the loss of an individual, um, a loss of 
health, moving is a huge cause of grief. There are over 40 different types of grief. Did you know that? Loss of hope, loss of security, loss of self-esteem, loss of confidence, loss of trust. The list goes on and on. But we got many, many, many more podcasts to get into that. Because trust and believe, I'm here for you, sis. I'm not going anywhere. So our goal is to open your eyes, open your heart, and enlighten you with topics that affect you. We are just real women out here, and this is real talk. I also believe that women need a safe place. I mean, it is imperative that women have a place to share their truth in safety. Again, it goes back to us being silenced and muted. There are difficult conversations that we need to have. And I wanted to provide a safe place to have those tough conversations. May 1st is my birthday. And what better gift could I give myself than the opportunity to love on, inspire, and encourage you? So let's get into it. I'm not sure where you are, but if you can, grab a mirror. Go look in the mirror. Just take me with you. Stand right there and look at yourself for a minute. Take a minute. Look into that mirror. I'm going to give you a moment. When you look into the mirror, what do you see? Can you jot that down for me? And here we work, okay? (laughs) Jot it down. Do you see a queen managing her kingdom? Do you see a princess longing to reach queendom? Do you see a hot, out-of-control mess? Do you see beauty? Or do you only see flaws? Do you see success? Or do you only see missed opportunities and failure? When you look in that mirror, do you see an accomplished woman or a million unattainable dreams? Do you see inadequacy? Do you see unworthiness? Does this exercise make you anxious because you're so busy that you don't ever want to stop and take time to focus on you? Because perhaps your busyness enables you to avoid having to face this moment, to do this work. This is the first step, ladies. This is what we got to do to be free. Be honest about what you see. It matters. And it is your first step to recovery. The first step in healing, true healing, is owning and embracing your true reflection. It may not be positive or even perfect, but it's a starting point. You're strong enough to do it. You overcame the fear. You're not running anymore. You stopped, faced it. You faced yourself in this moment. And that is a huge, huge win. Not only is it a starting point, but it's a reference. And as we begin this journey to freedom, let's make this promise to always be honest with ourselves and choose ourselves, choose to love ourselves just as we are, right where we are. Is that a commitment you can make with me today? That you will love yourself just as you are, right where you are. I had to do that. And it wasn't really an easy thing because it's easy to say, but it's different. It's a whole different ballgame to actually do it, right? So what does that look like? How do I embrace myself? How do I love myself when I don't like what I see when I look in the mirror? 
Well, first of all, you've already done that part. The next part, which is acknowledging what you see. Second of all, we have to figure out why the reflection that you see is what it is. Oftentimes, our experiences cause us to see ourselves in a, in a certain light. So what I'm saying is, is that our experiences, like if we were to wear glasses and we would see through a clear lens, if we could see properly, but our, but our experience oftentimes causes our lens to become cloudy. And it's so cloudy that we can't see. Everything's just a blur. So only light that goes through, the only thing that reflects is what your mama said or what your daddy told you or the fact that they weren't there at all or the person that left you or the person that abandoned you and rejected you. That's what you see when you look in the mirror. Not your beauty, not your awesome reflection, not the chick that made it this far despite of in spite of, can't see that because you're constantly replaying and hearing those words, those vocals, those past experiences. So I found this pretty cool article and it's like six reflections that confident women see when they look in the mirror. Because I'm going to make sure that I empower you, encourage you, but I also want to leave you with applicable tools, things that you can put in place right then. Right when you finish turn off this podcast, you can, these are your actionable goals. Go for it. Do it. Work on it. And it's pretty interesting because it talks about the difference between the confident and the woman that lacks confidence. And what it says is it shares six things that confident women see when they look at their reflection. And they begin saying that they see more than their physical features reflecting at them, back at them. Truly confident women also see these things. Number one. They see beauty in their imperfections. Confident women see their physical flaws. And not only are they not afraid to admit their imperfections, they don't define themselves by their imperfections. All the flaws that you saw when you look in that mirror, do you define yourself by them? I'm not pretty because I have a scar. I'm not pretty or enough because I don't have, you know, the degree or... I don't measure up or I'm not financially where I want to be. Is that what you're telling yourself? Do you define yourself by what you deem isn't beautiful? That's a powerful concept. When we accept our imperfections, we discover our perfection, strengths, and gifts within us. What on your list can you work on accepting? I didn't say you got to accept all of it right now. But what can you work on accepting? Food for thought. Number two, they see their strength and their vulnerability. When confident women look in the mirror, they honor the things they faced and overcome. They honor their resilience. But they also acknowledge their vulnerabilities or what some others would call weaknesses people-pleasing, approval-seeking, things of that nature. Yeah, I may do those, but I also balance that with the fact that I am an overcomer. I am a survivor. I am a good mother. I am a good friend. Anything that you find joy in, honor that. Balance that view out, that self-view out. Don't just focus on the flaws. If you're going to focus on that flaw, write down a good positive trait. Beside every flaw that you have on your list. 
That's number two. Number three, they see that confidence is always framed in fear and doubt. Now, this one was interesting. When they look in the mirror, they see self-love and confidence. They know what they're good at and they admire themselves for those strengths. But they also see their fears and self-doubt. By acknowledging those, by expecting them to exist on some level, their fears and doubts seem less intimidating. How dope is that? Instead of avoiding the fear, hiding from the fear, constantly running from the fear, how about just stopping, pausing, and acknowledging that, you know what, fear, you're going to be there. You're going to be there. I expect you to be there. And because I know you're there, I can prepare myself. I can put on whatever armor I need to walk right through you and to overcome you. Is that not exciting? Oh, that thing just made me hype. Uh, Life coach Tony Robbins says the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty that you can comfortably live with. Now, as women, ladies, let's just pause here now. We only own up three. I'm just saying we have might. Majority of us have a bit of an issue with control. Uncertainty is not what we do. If we were to be 100% honest, uncertainty is not what we do out here in these here streets, okay? But what amount of uncertainty can you constant can you comfortably live with? That's a real question to sit and ask yourself. Because at the end of the day, our it's like a rat race to control everything around us, our kids, our spouses, our jobs, the people on our jobs, our friends. It's exhausting. And sometimes we just need to relinquish that control. And again, love people where they're at, allow them to be themselves, and stop wasting that time and energy on something that we really can't ever attain. Because at the end of the day, are you really powerful enough to control a whole other person? Or should you be worried about yourself? That was a great point. So number four, they see the results of their own choices. Here we go. Confident women openly and honestly own their choices and behaviors without blaming or shaming themselves or others. They take responsibility for their own health and happiness, health and happiness. They know not every choice they make is ultimately the best one, but they celebrate the smart choices and learn from the missteps. When you look in the mirror, do you see a lady that's full of mistakes? Full of failure? And if that's the case, okay, you know I'm here, right where I'm here for, loving you right where you are, just as you are. Write out a list of the failures. Write out a list of the mistakes. And then make another column. And let us know what you learned from it. It's all about redirecting the negativity and finding the joy, the growth, the peace in every situation. Now, who thought? All of this would lead to confidence, but it's so true. Number five, they see the heart of their values, the heart of their values. Confident women live with clear purpose. They carefully choose the values that drive their lives and then infuse those values into their everyday with enthusiasm. As they stand before the mirror, they see their purpose reflected back in them. They live this reflection with an I can attitude. 
Whew. When you look in that mirror, is one of the things you wrote down an I can't statement? I'm going to give you a minute to say law on that. When I started this podcast, I told you what my purpose was. I told you the reason that I exist, to empower other women to recover from past pains and regain control of their um, futures. That's why I exist. When I look in the mirror, I am full of fear. Full of fear. But do I let that fear stop my mission? Do I mute myself and not pursue my purpose and allow the millions of women that need to hear what I have to say to miss out because I'm afraid? We have options. We can allow things to cripple us or we can take the hand that we were dealt and figure out how we can turn that thing into a winning hand, a purpose-driven hand. And when we figure that thing out, we got to remind ourselves daily that this is why I'm here. This is what I do. I might can't do A, B, and C, but D, E, and F, I can do that. And really, when I read my Bible last, it said I can do all things through Christ. If we are empowered and encouraged by Christ himself, what is there that we can't do? There's nothing that we can't do. Even getting out of our own heads. There's nothing that we can't do. Even moving past the negativity that was embedded into us. The abuse. The stress. The strain. Being dropped. Being abandoned. Being rejected. Do I define myself by someone else's behavior? Or do I take that experience? And ensure that I don't allow it to hinder me for another moment. You have choices. These are the decisions that you get to make. But it's a hard decision. And you got to look in the mirror and decide that this happened. I acknowledge that this thing happened. But I am not going to let it hurt me anymore. I'm not going to let it hinder me from my purpose anymore. And number six, they see their light-hearted spirit shining despite their troubles, struggles. Confident women don't diminish their struggles, but they also don't take them too seriously. Back to that same thing. We all have struggles, but you know what? That's a part of life. So I take it all in stride, and I don't let it define me. I want to end off with this conversation I had with my baby girl, and I might get emotional, so y'all forgive me. But I'm sitting in a car, and every time we're looking at pictures, we're taking selfies, we're focused pictures, and all the pictures she takes Oh, my hair is wrong. Oh, my skin is dry. Oh, I hate, you know, my teeth. Oh, I wish this. I hate, I mean, there was nothing. I was like, baby, you don't have nothing positive to say about yourself. I think you might have a self-esteem issue. We live in a world where our babies are constantly posting selfies. They're constantly, what is it? Keeping up their streaks. They're constantly, they could seem so excited and confident and put together. But mama, check on your kids because they can be some of the most insecure behind those selfies, behind that Snapchat photo, behind that filter is an insecure lady that that lacks self-confidence. So I told my baby, you know what? Give me eight things that you don't like about yourself, similar to what we're doing today. 
she spit it out. I think we went past eight and went, I started with five. We went to eight. We ended up at 12. Okay. So she goes to her 12. I said, okay, great. Duly noted, heard. Now give me, since you gave me 12 negatives, give me 12 positive about yourself. I think she got to five. I literally did the math and told her the percentage of negativity and percentage of positivity that was, um, that she had in her self-perception. And it was definitely tilting towards the negative side. So I said, for the next 12 days, since you gave me 12 negatives, I want you to start realizing the positives around you. I want you to tell me, text me one thing every day. That's a win. That's a positive. And soon, you won't just see negative. Soon, your lens will be cleared. And you'll be able to see positive. And negative because you are refocused it's a conversation of perception so that was a powerful thing and as she kept giving me her wins mommy my win today is this my win today is that I really heard less and less of the self-criticism and the self-shaming I leave you with this quote by Oprah your life is bigger than any one experience Ladies, as women, there are some things that happen to us that are unimaginable. As people, things unimaginable that no one individual should, should ever have to deal with. But I love what Oprah says. We stop at that one experience. Emotionally, how old are you, love? Because we stop growing at the moment of that, that trauma. Emotionally, are you five? Are you 12? When did you stop growing? Let's get that heart beating again. Another quote from Oprah because she's that chick. The choices you've made are because of what you believe to be true about yourself. What you believe to be true about yourself drives every choice that you make and that is such a true statement but what you believe by yourself about yourself could be wrong because it could be your experience talking and that is your truth and we honor your truth but there's another choice there's another viewpoint there's another option there's more to that story there's more to embrace embrace all of it not just that one thing that he or she did to you. Embrace the fact that, yeah, I came through that thing. I'm not in that situation anymore. I survived it. And even if I am in this situation, I'm taking it day by day. And I'm getting up and I'm doing what I have to do to get through this next day. And that is a freaking win. So I just want to leave letting you know that I love you. I know you don't know me. You don't got to know me. And I don't need to know you love you because I sure do. I love your heart. I love your will to try. If you have tuned into this podcast, you want better. You want more. And I honor that. And I promise you that I'm sticking with you to the wheels fall off. We end this thing together. You are not alone. You matter. One last thing. What would you say to your younger self? I hope you you better rewind this tape back because I didn't give you a lot of homework. <laughs> what would you say to yourself? It's your homework assignment. To your younger self, I'm sorry. What would you say to your younger self? What would you tell her? Make that list for me. Then make that list 
look in the mirror, read it out loud, and everything that you told yourself, younger self to do, walk it out. Because you are now your older self. You can still take that advice. Everything that you're telling the younger you to do, baby Alyssa, baby Gwen, baby Janae, baby Chanel, I'm trying to think of other names, baby Ruth, <laughs> the younger you, everything that you told her to be, go be it, go do it, walk in it, you are fearfully and wonderfully made, and you know what that made means, it means that every day, I'm making a decision daily to evolve, made, making a decision daily to evolve. My website is GwendolynJJones.com. You can find all kinds of inspirational merchandise there. I call it my Inspa gear. All these little things to remind you that you can, that you matter, that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, that you can make a decision daily to evolve. And it's the small correct choices that you make daily that lead to the big wins. You are made in his image, love. And because of that, you're made in the image of Christ. You can have everything he says you can have. And you can do everything that he says you can do. You can be everything that he's called you to be. But you got to get outside of your head. You got to relinquish that control. You got to do your work. And you don't need to isolate. You're not alone. If you need to reach out, my emails, GwendolynJBJones at gmail.com. I'm always just a click away. Did you enjoy this episode? I hope you did. But I need your help. If you like what you heard, can you help me spread this message of hope? I want it to spread like wildfire. My mission is to reach the largest amount of grievers in the shortest amount of time. Can you help me reach that mission? Like it, share it, love it. Don't forget those reviews. And please don't forget to tag me, Gwendolyn J. Jones.